breakfast with the bombers. Just Uber. Uber. Has appointed a prominent artificial intelligence professor to lead a driverless car project in Toronto. Uber's been all over this driverless car thing for a while now. It's their first research project outside the United States. This was announced yesterday by Uber CEO Travis Kalanick. The professor in question, Raquel Erdison, one of the world's leading researchers in the world of machine perception, artificial intelligence. She's focusing on developing software that allows self-driving cars to quote-unquote see, to recognize objects so they can navigate the world smoothly and safely. Kalanick went on to say, self-driving technology promises to make our roads safer, our environment healthier, and our cities more livable. I think that's a matter of opinion. Well... (laughs) Well, there's still a lot of work to be done. We believe the combination of our global ride-sharing network with the cutting-edge software and hardware being built by our teams will make this vision a reality. Is anybody going to need Uber if they're self-driving cars? You take your car to work, it drives itself home so you don't have to park it, and it comes to pick you up later. Same with parties. You take your self-driving car to the party, you get drunk, the car comes to pick you up, drives you home. Could you be intoxicated in a self-driving car if you're the only person in the car? Right? Because what if the technology fails? You'd have to take over. Switch to manual. I can't drive. I'm Howard. Just a gray area there. Do you buy into the concept of self-driving cars at all? There's a lot of talk, and many are very pumped about this happening in the next few years. I remain skeptical, by the way. As there have been plenty of inventions that were supposed to change the world and then just went away. The Segway, for example. Steve Jobs said it would be bigger than the PC. Venture capitalist John Dewar, who backed Netscape and Amazon, said it would be bigger than the Internet. (laughs) Today, the Segway hasn't exactly lived up to the hype. After its release in 2002, the Segway quickly sputtered to a halt. Since Segways could go up to 13 miles per hour, they weren't allowed on most sidewalks. However, they also went too slow for roads, leaving customers unsure of where to ride them. Plus, the $5,000 debut price put the machines far out of the budget for the average consumer. But the problems didn't end there. In 2003, Segway recalled all of its devices on the market, which at the time were only 6000 because customers were injured falling off the machine when the battery was low. By 2004, Segway was out of its initial investment money and would have to mortgage their factory. And they made a joke of it on Arrested Development. Remember Job? Hello, Michael. The vibrating ab belt, hair in a can, Venetian blind sunglasses, smell-o-vision, fake man bun, Sony CD copy protection, the baby cage, etc. What I'm suggesting is that for every great invention that comes along, there's probably a thousand and maybe more that suck. AM stereo. Remember AM stereo? Self-driving cars? I don't think so. Stephen Hill of TheObserver.com makes an interesting point. He says, every driver makes hundreds of daily driving decisions that break the law. For example, crossing the yellow line to pull around a car that's double parked. What company is going to program its driverless cars to break the law? What about insurance? Who do you insure? The car, the driver, the owner, 
the technology company that controls the car's routes? Who's responsible if there's an accident? The individual owner or the manufacturer or the company? Virtual drivers, some say. You insure the virtual driver with virtual insurance. This idea, of course, is virtual stupidity. (laughs) So, my friends, the moral of the story is this. Sit back, relax, and reload your Pego card. Because it's going to be a while.